welcome to the first episode of The Red Debate. I'm Tom Vergus. And I'm Chris Smith. And we are both avid Liverpool fans. Um, and over decades of friendship, we've never really been shy of a debate about the Reds. Um, to the point where we've been encouraged by friends to get our thoughts on the page. Or into the microphone um, for the listeners. Um, the debates have been healthy and unhealthy, I think. We've had what you could consider almost arguments at times. Um, but... We think it could be a good format for um, a podcast, so we're going to do so. What we're going to do for this uh, series is we're going to just have some debate topics, some of which have already been sent in by friends, actually, or requested by friends. Um, We're going to leave the season overviews until after our Champions League um, final, uh, for which we're going to do a preview. um, And we'll also obviously review the season as a whole after that game, rather than the ifs, ands or buts that the season to this point will leave so starting off then Chris um, we've been asked by Adam Davy to review the squad uh, what's your what's your take on the squad he's left it just at that um, so I think it's quite an open question obviously so for me I think you probably have to start um, looking at each individual position so if we, if we start from in goal, yes, I mean, we're we're clearly in a better position now than at the start of the season. I think Mignolet, his, his time with us is probably over, uh, and Karras has come back into the team and has performed well. Um, I'm not sure what your take on on Mignolet is, but um, no, for you... me, I, I still think we're a little bit weak in goal. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I mean, you know my thoughts on Mignolet. I, I don't know if they've been. Many Liverpool regulars who I've wanted gone more than Mignolet. Lovely bloke, but oh my God, the guy used to give me palpitations, I'm being honest. And I think, on, actually, he gave the whole defence palpitations. It's been, whilst I don't think Karius is that spectacular a choice, I think he's a steadier head um, and just as steady a pair of hands. I mean, one thing the boy's got, this is Karius, um Absolute arrogance, doesn't he? Yeah, he's he does. supremely confident in what he does. Yeah, I mean, almost you could argue almost too much. Is it? Oh yeah. What the fuck? When he was playing about? badly, it was actually ridiculous. I thought it was, it was bordering sort of hatred for him because he maintained that sort of arrogant attitude. Yeah, I mean, it's one we talked about recently um, off this show about how. Did we talk about it? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. When you when you do it, when you're on top of your game, those qualities get praised. But when you're not on top of your game, those that I mean, just makes you look a bit of a fool. The, the number of times Karius has had heart and mouth moments as well is actually quite similar to Mignolet's. But he seems to have ironed those out a bit. Um, and I, 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 for one, trust him more than I trusted Mignolet ever. I think he's a better in that back five if you include the defence than Mignolet was. I, I kind of feel like he's been a little bit circumstantial in terms of he's got away with a few for, for me oh yeah he, he made has, a few against City and he made one against Roma uh, which really that, should have been the Dzeko one we yeah. were fitting down yeah, I mean no, that, I yeah that was yeah. in the second leg yeah that was, um, that was madness and obviously we, we're through so he, he got away with it I guess but he's not the steady hands that I think it, I put it this way if you compare him to the other clubs around us yeah, no, I you agree. Know, De Gea agree. and Courtois and so on. He yeah. he's not at that level. Yeah. One thing I would say for him that he that might not be totally in praise of him, but is totally in praise of what we're trying to do as a club with regard to the goalie position is he 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 is every bit as good as those lads at distributing. I, I would say he's one of the best keepers in the league at distributing. Maybe not with the ball at his feet so much, but when he catches a cross and sprints to the edge of his box and looks to throw to someone, he's really really good at that. And mm. I think. I think if you look at the targets that we've had, which are obviously world-class targets, Alisson and Oblak, they're both good at that as well, particularly Alisson. Yeah, his, his speed releasing the ball in particular, I think, is is key for us, particularly on the counter. Yeah, it, suit, it suits our turnovers yeah. quite nicely. Mignolet was horrid at that. I, mean, I, I honestly reckon your average Sunday league keeper's got a better kick on him than Mignolet. <laughs> like, the number of times we saw Mignolet just spoon it up in the air. And that best one is just yards. when he, he, he gave away a foul for holding the ball too long. Oh, my God. Just... Oh it's just God. criminal stuff. It is. That said, Karius did once kick a goal kick out for a corner. True. People um, don't forget. <laughs> people don't forget. I mean, I mean, to finish my point on the goalie debate, I started the season lobbying for Danny Ward. Um, so if you're looking at the end of the season, from the beginning of the season, I think we're in a healthier position. Quick question on that. Given Karius's early uh, issues, let's call them, and Mignolet's plight, how 
bad is Danny Ward. Danny Ward must be shit, must yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> must be rubbish. Because, I mean, what does the bloke have to do to actually get some game time? Yeah, I know. I mean, looking at the end of last season, because he was instrumental in the playoffs for Huddersfield, wasn't he? I, mm. I, I thought that, oh God, that could cost Huddersfield not signing him. We must have a keeper on our hands here. We must really want him. But the he's guy, he looks half, half decent though. He must be shit. When he stepped in for the old I, I agree, game, I agree. So, but... If you look at Liverpool goalie careers, the likes of Brad Jones and Bogdan have even had game time. If Danny Ward can't play, there must be something yeah. not going on for him properly. But anyway, the I mean, yeah, all right. I, I'm I'm okay with our keeper, and we'll we'll do more of a summer targets talk later because that's one of our future qu- uh, sorry questions a bit further on. But um, save the thought regarding that. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm on the fence as to whether I think we need to strengthen, but I think we have strengthened as the season's gone on. Yeah, um, fair. Yeah, in fact, sorry, I'm I'm staying on this point a bit. We, we, this is not a goalie show, by the way, listeners. Um, but Carius actually broke his hand in the pre-season of his first season two years ago, um, and I don't know. I didn't watch it extensively, but the talk was that he looked really impressive before that, and that it was a big setback for him. And it, yeah, yeah. And Klopp recently came out and said he thinks he'll put him in a bit too quickly, which kind of agree with you. You don't at the time when you buy a new goalie and you're praying it for them to take over from Mignolet, but. It seems to be working out okay for him. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. For me, I still think we need to upgrade, but um, yeah, it's working out okay for him. Yeah. Back to the, the earlier point about him being part of the back five, that moved us quite nicely onto the back four and the defence. What? How'd you, how would you review the defence? Um, I would have said at the start of the season, it's a big issue for us. Very yeah. big issue. But then... We had Moreno in at the start, um, obviously no Van Dyke. Uh, I've never been a big fan of Matip, as you're well aware. We've, yep. we've debated about this many have, times. In have. fact, I I would be quite open for Matip to leave. I just don't think he's good enough. It's gone sour for him, yeah. It's gone very yeah. sour. And he, his characteristics... Not sour, um, but he's yeah, he hasn't kicked on in the way. I, I must admit, I thought that Matip looked yeah. a good player at times, or has looked a good player at times, but he's... yeah. I think when we play well, he's fine. Because he's nice on the ball, um, but under pressure against a physical striker, he's just—he's—I mean, he's just got nothing about him. I don't think he's not the big six foot seven no. European standard centre back that we big bastard that plays in the German league that we thought we were signing that scores goals from corners. He what, yeah. like Matip, he—I like him. He's quite easy on the eye, as you say at times. He also looks like he's stuck in the mud at times. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's a bit ironic that I would have said. Um, Lovren was basically just the worst defender we've ever had but looking likely now that he's way ahead of Matip in the pecking order yeah it's not in, it's not inconceivable that your majority fan base answer for the back five including the goalie is totally different the start to the end I mean Mignolet Moreno Clavin arguably Matip and Gomez at right back could could arguably have been a lot of people's back five when we start the season yeah. Now I don't know if any of them are getting in your back five. So, touching on the left back, I mean, is there much to say? Robertson's brilliant. No, I think Robertson's superb. He's university loved around the club, I believe. Um, I just think he's a great player. Yeah, he's, a, he's a great a top player. Lad, he's he? a great boy, Andy Robertson yeah. as well. A great boy. I love his interview. I don't really know why. I, I just there's something about him that's just really heartwarming. He's a, he's, he's just earnest, isn't he? Yeah, he Down is. Down to earth, he you know. He's just yeah. a cracking lad. Yeah, he works his bollocks off for the team. Yeah, there's something quite rewarding as well about watching a, like a skinny, pasty young lad being yeah. the best left back in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and just, I mean, it's a bit rash to say that at this stage, but I genuinely wouldn't swap him for any left back in the league. I, I don't think I would either, and that's not just on playing terms, that's on who he is as well. I think yeah. he's just he's a Liverpool player, Andy Robertson. 100%. He's a Liverpool player. Did you see the food banks thing? The food banks? The food what banks. Turned up. He's So he's turned up as well, but he also sent a shirt to that young lad who... Raised money. For, did a young lad raise money for a food bank? Maybe a young lad, young Liverpool supporter, volunteered at a food bank or raised money for a food bank. Oh, yeah. And Andy Robertson wrote him a letter congratulating him on it. We've got a couple and of boys he, who are like that. Now. Yeah, like Ox is another one. He's, yeah, uh, just utter lads. You know, they're, they're really good with the fans. They are. They are. And I, I think as a point to review the squad overall, I think our squad's really likable. Andy it Robertson did one likable. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, that moves us on to Lovren, who. Whilst I agree, he's not my. I don't love Dejan Lovren the player, but I do love Dejan Lovren the bloke. Oh, uh, he's a hero, isn't yeah, he? He, he bleeds is. red. He does. He it, really and, does. And I mean, it wasn't that long ago. He was getting death threats, and he had 
from fans, and he had to shut his page, Twitter page down. And what what game was that? It was the, the Tottenham game, wasn't it? It must have been the Tottenham got, game when he got dragged. He got dragged, yeah. yeah. Um, Which is savage on footballing terms, but hey, this is the internet. This is what He's recovered well. Like every he has, time yeah. he has an absolute howler, he comes back quite well. Yeah, I think that unfortunately, as is the way with football and regularly with Liverpool fans, you've always got scapegoats, and I think the, his style of play leads to him being that kind of player. Yeah. I think he's very easy to look at and describe as rash and impulsive. We, those comments go back to his Leon days. I remember talking to a Leon fan, maybe, or a fr- French football fan about him. And he did have that reputation. And he had that he? reputation mm. even there. Um, but yeah. For me, he's definitely the right pairing for Van Dijk. Oh, yeah. At, at the moment. No two ways moment. about yeah. it. He'll start in Kiev. Yeah. If, he, if he doesn't start in Kiev, it's simply because he's injured. Yeah. Yeah, Clavin, keep him. I like Ragnar Clavin. Yeah, not I think I don't, he's good for the squad. And it's rare that you find a lad that's happy to be fourth choice. Yeah, I'm all right that. with him. It's not an emergency. If you if you're told start next season, Ragnar Clavin has to play twelve games this season, you don't think we're going to be screwed. You think that's a shame. But he'll do a job. And I pray it's not Van Dijk that's missing yeah. out. But he's all right, isn't he? Yeah. And then I suppose right back. The right back's I mean, a debate, isn't it? All this like, is a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We've, I mean, I don't know what you think, but Klein has been shit since. Klein's he came been back. rubbish since he came back. Yeah. I gotta say, yeah. I, I, we've both throughout the season held hope for Klein to come back and be the proper Klein that he used to be. Yeah. On his day, Nathaniel Klein's really good, but is his day gone? I don't know. He, he was rubbish against um, Chelsea. He was, yeah. He just looks way off the pace. I mean, there's probably a fitness issue, and the pre-season might sort him out. But I mean. Do we need three right backs? It, where he um, unfortunately misses out compared to those the other two lads is not not just an age thing, um, but he's a specialist right back really, isn't he? And the other Best at least at least the yeah. other two. I mean, the other two probably. I don't know what you think about Trent. He hasn't overwhelmed me with his performances in midfield, but the other two are probably playing out of position, playing right back. Yeah, long term future. Do you think Joe Gomez has got centre back in him? For us, anyway. I mean, I've never actually seen him play well there. He did a good yep. stint there for England at the, on the right he of, did a, of yeah. back three, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shackled Neymar quite well. Yeah, I know. He was brilliant in that game. He got man um, of the match, didn't he? He did get man of the match, yeah. Um, I remember watching it. We, we were in the, the airport in uh, coming back from South Africa and we watched him against Wolves in the League Cup. Yeah. And he played centre back then and he was absolutely horrible. But I think. I don't know. He, I mean, he looks like a proper footballer, Gomez, and he also looks like a footballer out of position at right back. Is he another player that we've got on our hands, particularly in that defence, though, who can't stay fit? And it's is that an issue, it, you think? It? It looks it. It's an issue, but at the end of the day, he's a 20-year-old boy, or however old he is. He's not... How old's Joe Gomez? 21? 21, 21 now, I think. Who... Him being injured is more of a problem for him than it is for us. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it would be a real shame if Joe Gomez didn't go on to become a future Liverpool player. I think I think if he doesn't become a first team regular and an England squad regular at least, then it'll be because of injuries, not because he's not good enough. Yeah, is my opinion. I I mean I really rate him. Yeah, I think he Joe Gomez has gets has got a lot of shit this season for positional queries, as in he's been questioned about that ball over the top of his head, which we've conceded from a few times this season. Mm. But I think a few systematic things. I think he's not a right back for a start, but I also think that we invite that style of play onto us. Yeah, definitely. With the way we play. It happens on both sides. Leicester Robertson now, but but then Andy Robertson plays with the less advanced of the three midfielders, if that makes sense. It's usually Genie on the left or Milner on the left of the three, whereas yeah. on the right you've got historically Lilano or Oxlade who play a bit more advanced and give and also Salah who gives you less protection on the right. Mm. Doesn't Yeah, so just to wrap up, I think right back, we've got a lot of depth Um Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we haven't even talked about Trent, but that, for me, Trent's our best right back. Agreed, um, yeah. And it's it's also lovely to have the three of them in the squad for the reasons that they're all... Well, I say all, I don't know about Klein, really. But they're, they're likeable. Joe Gomez and Trent aren't. Yeah. They're players fans can get behind. Um, and, God, it would be great to see a scouse that left the Champions League trophy. Yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. Good old Trent. Good old Trent, indeed. All right, so, so the midfield, this is, this is it, isn't it, really? This is the big one, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, well, there's been a lot of change this season, obviously, with Coutinho leaving. Um, who would have thought Milner would finish the season how he did? I certainly didn't at the start of the season. And 
Chan looks like he's away from yeah. the club. Yeah, yeah. And new blood is coming in, and then obviously Lalana's injury ways and Oxlade's injury um, leaves me feeling that. We're about seventy percent there, I think. Do you reckon? Yeah, I really do. Because I, the reason I say that, there. well, the reason I say that, and I, I appreciate it's quite high, but when everyone is fit, Lalana aside, because he's been out for so long, I've been really impressed with the midfield three that we normally play. What? Well, yeah, what well, I would say about all Coutinho of them. in that review. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Coutinho half was, of the was stunning uh, in that. I think we had a really strong core there. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you. It's a weird thing to say because I think if you look at our p- pitch overview, i.e. the 11 positions on the pitch, the midfield looks like our weakest area, in my opinion. Even with the the strongest three that we could currently pick, who, who would yeah. be the strongest three for you? My midfield three, if they were all fit to start in Kiev, would be Henderson, Milner and Ox. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, if we had Coutinho, I'd play him. But I don't. I'm not even certain that I would. I'm not even certain I would start Coutinho. I w- I'd feel devastated to drop Oxlade. It would Coutinho would probably play his expense if I had to, but I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. So Milner. on footballing terms as well as emotional terms, Mil- Milner. I, I mean, I've got at the start of the season, Klopp came out, didn't he? And he said James Milner's not a left back anymore. I'm going to coach him as a midfielder this season. Yeah. And I just thought, what the fuck. Why? <laughs> Especially as we were going in with Moreno as our left back, so it looked like, and nobody really knew that much about Andy Robertson aside from some good reviews for Hull. Yeah, but at the start of the season, he was being brought on to kind of shore the game up. Oh, the number of times we and bemoaned that. Yeah, 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 he was. He just looked way off the pace. Yeah, he did. He did. And now, Millie's like running rings around people. He he, is. I've never seen such an upturn no. in form from. An older player. Yeah, and what's been brilliant about it as well is it's been, whether he's done this on purpose or not, but he, he's had a bit of a social media, yeah. um, not renaissance because he was never there, but so like he's sprung into social media and he's fucking brilliant at it He's as well. taken to it so yeah, well, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. It's he's aligned nicely that, with him. He's done perfectly. Yeah. I, I, moving slightly away from the topic, but remaining on it in some senses, he, I would, if I was Gareth Southgate, I'd be texting so him in 10 minutes from what I've read is he's tried and Milner said oh, no Southgate's tried hasn't yeah. he yeah interesting I've read uh, the I mean I would start him for England I would start him for England I would as well I, 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 with I, I, Milner is, has been our best midfielder of the season yeah I think in moments Coutinho was in moments like Coutinho has put our best midfield performances in this season but I think Milner's been our midfielder of the season yeah I, I yeah. don't think you could argue against that yeah. I mean possibly Oxlade but yeah. Milner's figures this year particularly assists are just they're insane do you know you have more Premier League assists than Paul Scholes than Paul Scholes yeah that is phenomenal yeah I mean and he smashed the Champions League record for assists yeah he, he, he's been genuinely really good yeah he, the ground he covers suits our style of play again Klopp you've said before haven't you that Klopp seems to get away with these corny comments in a way that Rogers didn't and maybe it's because he's German maybe it's because he's more like affable character but what Klopp said about Milner didn't he when he first came in he was like James Milner the complete footballer what what can't he do and he didn't get rid of as much as he should have done. I, I think. mean, if well, Rogers said the that, time. it'd be the If Brendan Rogers said that, Brendan Rogers still gets rinsed about his Joe Allen Welsh Larry comments. Yeah, and not, Klopp just delivers yeah, it in a way that people lap it up. And also, it's come true. True <laughs> to a degree. Well, come true. But anyway, he's been he's been, he's been really good, Milner. Yeah. What what about the Warren Alden debate? Ah, oh, genie. So, so I love him. I, I want to say that first. I, I absolutely love him. I think yeah. he's great for the squad. He's well liked by the fans. For me, he's a squad player, and that pains me to say because he has put in some good showings for us when we've really needed him as well. Um, but I just don't think he's consistent enough, particularly in domestic he, football. Yeah, you know when we need to, him to deliver against the bottom half of the teams, he just he's he's so passive. Yeah, I I think actually, funny enough, it was Adam Davey who sent this question in. I think it's a point that Adam Davey made, um, albeit not a Liverpool fan, but. I think, was it Davey that said that Jeannie Wijnaldum is probably the most disappointing player in our squad this season? Yeah. And I think you you can't really argue against it because... It's him and Matip, yeah. Me. Yeah, Matip or Wijnaldum. Mainly more, I'm swinging more towards Wijnaldum, albeit less so recently. He's been quite good recently. But more, I'm swinging more to Wijnaldum just because I think Wijnaldum's genuinely a really classy footballer. Well, and his 
previous season. And he was really good last yeah, season. He finished last the last season, the season but, yeah. with that goal against Borough. Basically, I, I really thought he'd hit double figures this year. Double figure for goals? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I personally see Wijnaldum as being technically easily good enough to play that six for us. I think there are question marks about whether Henderson's going to be our six next season. What do, you, what do you what do you think? Um, I mean, we say this as both big Henderson fans. Yeah, I I I think there are question marks, but it's more about his fitness than anything else. Yeah, I think if if a fit Henderson starts the season, he will be one of the first names on the team sheet for me. As captain, as, as captain <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just, just a note on that. I, I really think that in the last four or five months, he's shown what a classy captain he actually is I agree kind of forged his own path he's another good bloke and I think that like this review of the squad that we've done um, it resonates that it's a good bunch of lads this squad they're they're, like they're a likeable bunch of boys and they all seem to get on with each other and I think Henderson does do a good captain role in that sense I think Klopp plays on that a lot oh massively his his whole squad ethos and you know Making sure that everybody's working towards one goal and gets on well. It's massive. Massive. That's how he got the best out of the Dortmund boys, isn't it? The Dortmund boys were like best mates all going on summer holidays to Sweden together. Klopp said actually that his sons are still good friends with most of the Dortmund players because they're around the same age and he just said it felt like a family environment. I think we're starting to actually see that happen. We've got a lot of... Like you see it on social media. I don't know if it's because I'm more involved on social media now than I used to be, but they all talk to each other on there and they're all like chummy on there. It's great. Yeah. And I think Henderson's a big part of that, actually. Interestingly, if you said, I know we're down to threadbare squad selection, but if you said one midfielder can't get injured for the Champions League final, I'm saying Henderson. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm midfielder would you least like? Le- what, of the current. Of the ones available. Oh, yeah. I'd possibly say Milner. Very interesting. Uh, for me, it's definitely Henderson. I think. Yeah, it, I can. Yeah, I can see why Hen- Henderson. It, for that leadership, I think. Also, he's a bit of a colossus in the middle, isn't he? He is. That's what I was going to say. Also, if someone says you've won in a tight fashion against Real Madrid and you've won in tight fashion, who has been your best player? Henderson springs to mind for me. I mean, you're obviously Van Dijk's going to be playing well if we're going to be winning in tight fashion, but. Henderson's key for us, I think, and I think a lot of that is to do with how I think Klopp's coached him positionally for that. He 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 plays in a really strange manner in that he like he's not a six in the Kante sense where he's shuttling side to side and shutting players down. He presses hard and fast, but from a deep position. Yeah, he does, and he's brilliant. He's really it? really good at it. Yeah, and it's quite a unique skill set. There's not I don't I do haven't you, seen many footballers that do that. Do you think he'd ever? push back up the pitch to where he first broke into the, the squad I... where he was more like the first press wasn't he back, yeah. back when he first moved into the I don't think he's got enough dynamism no. carrying the ball I think Klopp clearly likes a sitter and then two lads ahead of him that can carry the ball I think the, the Coutinho yeah. moving into the middle um, Oxlade being bought Lallana being dropped deeper I think Klopp likes those ball carriers through the middle in the, in the kind of like two advanced midfield positions and I think Henderson is is the one is the one in the squad that he identifies as the six. Yeah. So Chan, let's just the, uh, touch on him. The Chan debate. Yeah, this, this is probably he is in the squad. Yeah. Um, I mean, presumably Nabi Kate is coming in to soften the blow of Chan leaving, as well as oh, soften, soften the blow of Coutinho. Sweeten, sweeten the deal. Yeah. Well, it's a blow for me. It's a big blow. When when he's on form, and you forget that he's still a young guy. When he's on form, he's he's. A monster. Chan's got a big Chan ceiling. He's a high monster. ceiling. Yeah, yeah, he's got a high ceiling. Ridiculously high, I think. He's like, think Sammy Kadira, but a lot better. Yeah. Do you reckon better yeah, than Sammy Kadira? Yeah, we got linked to Sammy Kadira. Could Sammy Kadira score that bitey? No, but could Sammy Kadira not sit and chew the ball for too long? And could he but not what was be he like when he was, you know, a young twenty? Yeah, in his young twenties. No, I, I, I agree. I think Chan, Chan is probably our most technically gifted midfielder in the squad still. I t- well, I don't know. I tell you, what, you, you touched Chan. on it a minute ago about carrying through the middle of the pitch. One of my favourite sights of the last ten yeah, years yeah, yeah. is seeing Chan just break the lines yeah. and like he's unstoppable. He's the like Emery a train. Burst. Yeah, no, he, yeah. He, I find. Plus his hair is fucking brilliant. We yeah, <laughs> we've said this before. I don't Chan. I don't really know why I'm not more on board with him as a player. He's the exact sort of footballer I would love, like a big, burly, strong yeah. midfielder that can smash one. But he can, he's also got a, a bit of finesse. He, he, he does. Step over. He loves a quick yeah. turn. I think he um, Chan 
I think he's probably not suited to our style of play. I think if you yeah. put Emre Chan in a Man United team, a Mourinho Man United team, yeah. I think he'd be stunning, actually. I think Juve is probably perfect for him, actually. Yeah, I think he'll probably go on to have a better individual career. Yeah. Elsewhere. And that's not to say I think he's too good for us. I just think he's not a Liverpool footballer, I don't think. Interesting. See, I, I do. I would 100% keep him. And I'm really, really gutted. Oh, that oh I'd keep him. Go. I'd keep him. You don't want to be losing like some, some of the one of the best under twenty five footballers in the world for free. Yeah, I mean for free as well. Fuck, it's such one a one of the best under twenty five in the world might be going a bit far, but but yeah, you, <sighs> I mean in this market, to not get a fee for him is crazy. Yeah. What do we, let's say he had two years left and you they came for him? Fifty million. I think it's got to be at least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. When you're like when you're looking at players like Ducore getting linked for forty million, Emery Chan is. Head and I shoulders. Mean, head and shoulders, yeah, miles better. Decore. Possibly not. I, I, I like Decore. I think he's one of the best midfielders outside the top six in the league, but. I don't think he's anywhere near someone like Chan's level, though. No. Chan's so, Chan's the sort of player that's good enough to play for any Premiership team. I think they would all have him there or thereabouts in their first 11. I think every team in the world would have him in the squad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. Which, could you argue, makes him a world class footballer? I don't know. He's, he's not in the Germany not squad. Yet, not yet. Well, not. he is. He is in the squad. No, no, I'm saying he's, he's not for the World Cup. They just announced it. Oh, he's injured though, isn't he? Well, that was questionable. Well, he hasn't played D- for Did he have the Coutinho back injury? <laughs> <laughs> so, Naby Keita coming in. We, I guess we'll cover that in more depth in future podcasts, but assessment? Naby Keita is the most excited I've ever been about a footballer who I've rarely <laughs> watched. I'm an optimistic Liverpool fan, as friends know, um, and future listeners will learn to know. But Navigator, um, I've done what I bemo- like moaned at all of my United fans for doing with regard to Pogba. I've got myself super excited on the basis of YouTube videos and two matches. Have we watched them together twice? We watched them I've in the seen Europa League quite a few times in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah. a couple of German games. Um, who did, did we, who who did we watch? Leipzig play Lazio yeah and he was good in that game I watched he was quietly really good that was the game as well he was good I watched the Leipzig Bayern game as well and he was excellent in that yeah he he, the Lazio game was that game where we watched it we're like underwhelmed and then you look on the internet and you see all the statistics and you're like Jesus he's absolutely dominated that game yeah Um, I'm really 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 excited about Nebuchadnezzar (laughs) Look at you beaming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also extremely excited. Um, I just... There's one thing holding me back. Discipline? Discipline, yeah. Discipline, yeah. I mean, I don't see that as, an, as a big issue because often the best players in the world have a little streak in them. I mean, look at Suarez, Liverpool fans. Probably know very well about the mixture of genius and madness. But... I just feel that in this Klopp squad, that's not something that he'd tolerate. No, I, I agree. I agree. You've, you've you've got to worry about that. To links to mention Suarez again. Do you remember the, the ref started getting this sort of Suarez agenda, which people yeah. troughed. With like, there was a point when Suarez couldn't buy a penalty, yeah. and then it looked as though the refs had gone away after Suarez's second season, and then looked at it and highlighted it, and then all of a sudden the next season he was getting loads. Yeah, you. I reckon there's a potential with Kaita for him to be targeted by. Referees and players early on. Yeah. If I mean, if I'm playing against him, that's the first thing I look at. Oh yeah. This kid's fiery. Let's wind him up. But all in all, very excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm from excited the base of us. Yeah. It. Where do you think he's gonna play? Um, it's a good question. Because Leipzig were doing the the four two two two. Yeah. And I he think... he was in the in the deepest of the three two predominantly or right of. The I middle think he'll play where Milner's playing. I do as well. So you will end up with. The left, the left, yeah, the left, eight. the left, Sorry, yeah. Number eight. So Hendo, Naby Keita, and I'd, I'd like to say Ox, but obviously dependent on. Well, when, I think we'll get another body back. I think, think we're, we'll we're veering into the territory of another podcast, but I think we'll get another body. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's leave that there and yeah. move on to the strike. Can I just say about the point about another body? I will mention it loosely. He- Shall we mention it now? I'm going to mention it now. That when that Henderson six position we've been li- linked to my boy Ruben Neves from Wolves heavily linked and I will leave the link there. Other than did you hear what Pep Linders said when Pep Linders you know Pep Linders yeah, who was the yeah. first team um, development coach he yeah. left in January. He used to be in the Porto setup 
and he waxes lyrical about Ruben Neves from his time there. Basically, uh, highlights him as his key, like key um, youth team player that he brought through in quite a successful Porto youth setup. And he interestingly described Trent from our youth setup as his Ruben Neves. So, could Trent be a six in the future? Don't know. He's good enough on the ball. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Briefly, one player who we haven't also talked about really is Lalana. Yeah. Future or not? I love Adam Lalana. I absolutely adore uh, him. You more than me. Yeah. I've got wild love for him. Yeah. I, I don't really know why, but I just love the way he plays. I love everything about his attitude. I yeah. I've got He's another one who's great for the squad. The boys love him. Yeah. His cameo against Brighton was excellent. Did you did yeah. you manage to watch the game? I did. Yeah. yeah. Wedding. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah, he looked good. He, he, it's he easy did. to forget. He, he was he, he was on. probably our best midfielder last season. I agree, and I think he's been a huge loss for us this season for for depth. Um, and I think if we can get him fit for the Champions League final, presu- well, presuming he's it looks like he's going to yeah, it looks like he's going to be. Uh, he'll be great at it off the bench yeah. as a game changer. Yeah. Good at the moment. Um, we're looking at so we wrap up the midfield. I'm reasonably happy with it with with Kreiter coming in, but Sad Chan is off. Yeah. Um, Presumably, our midfield ends the season weaker than it started, predominantly because of Coutinho going. Yeah. Coutinho looked brilliant in that midfield role. Yeah, he was actually tearing teams. Apart, he was he? he was too good for this sport <laughs> <laughs> in that position, and it went sour with Coutinho, and he left and. I, it's easy to forget how good he was at the start of the season given that we're better overall now I think Yeah. I think our team's better without him but that doesn't mean to say he wasn't I mean you know how much I love the kid Yeah. we had so many arguments about so, how devastated I was yeah, about yeah. two months later Yeah, yeah. still liking every Instagram <laughs> <laughs> liking pictures of his family yeah <laughs> um, yeah I, I mean as good as he is as an individual Coutinho um, I think him leaving has changed us tactically, and we can move on to the front three here because it's changed us tactically in that Mane has occupied different spaces hugely from both Coutinho playing as the left wing forward and also the left of the midfield three. Mane's got a different role now. Mane's heat map would probably be further. Yeah, and I think in ways. And more inside the pitch. Although, as an individual talent, Coutinho was, in my opinion, our best player, I think in ways he, his uh, absence has freed up the other three. And there is an argument to potentially have that would Salah have hit the same amount of goals if we had Coutinho? Well, I think, I think he may well have got less opportunities. Coutinho was on course for probably a twenty-five goal season, wasn't he? Yeah, and it, yeah, and he shoots a lot. He used to like not stop stop our play, but he would hold on to the ball a lot longer than what we now have. Our plan B, admittedly more last season, but our plan B was give the ball to Coutinho and yeah. then it from thirty yards. Yeah, I agree. Um, so front three, I mean, do we need not, to even talk yeah, about there, it? Let's wrap <laughs> I mean, but if talking, we're doing a review of the squad overall. We've got to take into account um, Ings, Solanke, and Sturridge and Origi. Yeah, rubbish. Do you, do All you, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Ings is just not up to it anymore. Danny Ings pre-double injury, I thought was all right. Yeah, it, agreed. Like genuinely all right. He got in the England squad, didn't he? And then got injured. Yeah, I. I Want him to do well, and and I keep saying to you, don't I, every week that I've put a bit of money on him recently. I think you've lost a, a, a few grand on that yeah. things um, <laughs> over the course of the year. And for some reason, I even put him in my fantasy football team. Did you? Yeah, backfired. Oh, uh, but he's just he's just not good enough for for if we if we want to be serious contenders. I don't think you can be relying on Ing Solanke and Co. No, Danny Danny Ings will probably play for someone like Neil Warnock at Cardiff next season. Solanke on loan maybe Rangers Does Dom Solanke I'd keep you'd keep him I'd keep him around I like Solanke better than Origi yeah so you'd sell Origi he's not better than Origi was before his injury Origi before his injury was really yeah. good I thought Origi gave Hummels for Dortmund interesting he's been shit he's this been season hasn't he he's every time he goes on loan he's awful yeah he's been rubbish uh, Origi's then... career has looked strange he's it looked good for a few patches for Belgium yeah for about three months for us when he was really good and elsewhere he's starting to play say I mean, he's got all the ingredients, Origi. All the ingredients, but it just hasn't seemed to click for him. Yeah. I, I, I would sell Origi. I, I think he should go as well. I would sell Origi. And Sturridge, I presume, 
goes to Both the MLS. agreement. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's done, really, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, Sturridge has gone. Such a shame, but... Yeah, what a player. So, leaving... I, I would say that we need more bodies in, for sure. Should we, well, should we come on... I agree. We'll come on to that in, the, in the, one of the next questions that we've been posed. Um, yeah. I, I agree. We, we need more bodies. But um, overall, I mean, you can't complain with our strike force, can you? It's, it's arguably the best in the world. Yeah. It's a tough... You're not going to get many people that would argue strongly against that. I... Yeah. I mean, Barcelona are formidable, aren't they? But... Yeah, they're all again. They're all really likable, yeah. uh, and they're very, very unique as a threesome. Very unique in the skill sets. I mean, Firmino is getting the sort of figures that historically some players have top scored in the league with. How many did Firmino get this season? League goals. League goals. He didn't hit twenty, did he? He didn't hit twenty. No. I think there's like sixteen. Yeah, I, th- I was going to say fifteen or sixteen. I, I, we probably should have had this ready, but he. Um, you know that's not far off what some players have top scored in the Premiership with, and and he hasn't been our main goals man. He's a he's a unique player, isn't he? There isn't really another striker. And that I think that gives us rec- recruitment Coaching. issues. That gives us recruitment in- issues, and is also why I'd keep Solanke because how how do you get someone to come and do that job? Because can you name me another striker like that? I've never really seen another striker play like that. He's one of the weirdest footballers. But I've ever you seen. could say if. We did have, if we say we upgraded and you had a 25 league goal striker in the in the squad, maybe not starting every week, but alongside a bit like how City used to have, you know, when they had Jacko and Co. Um, would we not be scrapping for second closer? Yeah, I think if we had another top class player in the squad, there've there've been many, many, many occasions where you look at the bench and you go, for fuck's sake, it seems and Solanke as our changes. But I'm particularly referring to Coutinho's still lack of goals. He's the only top striker in all of the top teams who hasn't hit 20 league goals. Firmino. I believe so, isn't he? Like, oh, it's including, it's including Arsenal. Arsenal. Firmino. Yes. So the top three teams above us. Chelsea. Haven't? They're not above us. Oh, sorry, above us. Yeah, no, they've all got, they've all got someone in the top scoring charts, haven't they? Yeah. And but, but then we've had the golden boot winner. We have. And I think Firmino's hugely implicit in that. Yeah, it's hard to say otherwise. Okay, really, but if you add, uh, yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but the argument is obviously a lot of people who don't watch him every week say that he doesn't get enough goals, and you know I've had this argument with you before. Historically, to win the league, you have to have that player. We do, most and we do have it <laughs> this year. Yeah, no, I, 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 if I we know also it's like I know point City is. had a sterling hit, what nineteen league goals. I know your point, yeah. And Aguero, you know, goals come from all over the park from them. Yeah. And lots of them. Yeah. So Sterling outscoring Firmino this year, I think I, says it all. I, I, I agree. I think that the biggest thing to say, if, given that this is a review of the squad, is that the drop-off between those three and the next lot yeah. beneath them is ridiculous. Yeah. I think we need another... Should we, should we move on to some of targets? Yeah. Yeah. I think we need another. But So we've been asked to address the issue of summer targets. Um Loads and loads of transfer rumours milling around, and the window opens tomorrow. Did you see that? Yeah, it's been yeah, they've changed isn't it, it to yeah. uh, match the rest of Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like it. I do, I do. Yeah, especially pre World Cup it means teams can do their business early, which is good as well. Which is what we seem to do, or try to do last summer. Um, so, what do we need, and who will we get? So, I think we definitely need a centre back. Um, of read recently that we're in for Delict, you know, the... the yeah, the lad, yeah. He looks really good. Um, I'd love him to come. 18, he played looks, already he looks in the, the business. team with Van Dijk, so, you know, they obviously know each other. Um, I think, I'm concerned that we keep getting linked with the likes of, um, what's his name? The West Ham man, Lanzini. Do we? Yeah, I, I mean, we met the other day. I mean, he's the kind of guy that, for me, I've said this to you before as well. I like Lanzini. Stylistically, he's good. He's he's exactly the kind of player that I think we should not be going for now. And I say that because, historically, we've done something good. This season, it would be the Champions League final, but I'll I'll give you another example, which is almost winning the league under Rodgers. And then we we kind of go for all of the the best of the rest. And then the transfer policy goes... And yeah, I see, yeah, I and I think 
we need to back that trend. For, for me, I'd like to see... We're in the Champions League final, regardless of if we win it or not. We've made Champions League next year. I would like to see us buck that trend and have a bit of arrogance and swagger about us and go, you know what, we are one of the biggest clubs in the world. Let's bang some serious money down on not someone from West Ham or... Yeah, I see what you mean. Or even Marseille or someone like that. But actually go big and, like, you know, lay it on the line. I see, yeah, I see what you mean. I, like, it's an interesting point, um, the one about picking the best from the rest. Um, we have not been that far away from this whole Moneyball idea of nicking good teams, not quite good enough players, i.e. Coutinho and Sturridge, and also nicking the not quite good enough team's best players, i.e. Mane is the obvious yeah, one. But, but I you think know, it's, it's too risky. At, it, yeah, at it's this, risky. At this level of football, where you have to... I mean, presumably, we're going to be going for potentially a title next year? I, we have to, yeah. Yeah, so if you have to have that consistency, is it worth the gamble to try and get someone who might turn into a world-class player? It's, yeah, it's hard like, to say. Like so, Mane's yeah. had. Or, yeah. you know, the other option is Lovren, who hasn't hit isn't the heights. That, yeah, it isn't it, yeah. It's, it's hard to say sat here without really knowing how much money we've got. We, we've had some strange yeah. like windfall payments where we... we have we already paid for Naby Keita? Have we used the Coutinho money on Van Dijk? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do we have that £142 million in the bank or have we spent it already? If we if we haven't already spent it, I'm with you. Let's go out and smash a load of money on areas we're weak. Let's go get a top centre-back. Let's yeah. go get a new goalkeeper. Yeah. Fakir? Um, I like him. I like him. Say it now, yeah. yeah I like be for £62 million, is it? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people saying it's done. Yeah. I'd be quite happy with it. Fakir, I'm not sure where he'd fit in the team. But well, I think he plays in that left or right advanced midfield role. I, th- I think he's basically exactly the. T- I'm not saying he is the player, but when we lost Coutinho, we lost Coutinho the wing forward, and we lost Coutinho the midfielder. And I think Lamar was the one talked about as a player yeah. that can do both. Find a guy who can do both. Pulisic looks really good. I've got to say, whenever I watch him, Klopp I'm not sure about his numbers all the time, doesn't he? Klopp, yeah. Loves him. Yeah. He seems like a really obvious Liverpool buy. Yeah. Um, do you remember his cameo against us in the Europa League? Yeah. What was he, 17 then? I'll be honest. He's I did, still 19. He's not, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean I'd, I'd be honest, I didn't know who he was then. And we watched that together and I remember, was he 16 or 17? 17. And yeah, yeah, and the commentator making a big point of his age. And he looked like genuinely yeah. a real threat. Like genuinely, like, shit, who's this kid? Obviously being a yank as well, the owners will love him. I think he's a good example of a player that can play in that front three, maybe not as the middleman, but then, you know, if you lose Firmino, I think our change is, is play Salah down the throat. I think Pulisic can come in in place of one of those front three, if if they were to go missing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else you have, have your eye on or seen us link with? Um, well, I've, Julian Brandt's a name that doesn't go away. Yeah. And I, I like the, the look of Julian Brandt. Haven't seen too much of him. Again, he's another where I'm not quite sure where he'd fit in the team. They seem to, we seem to be linked with a lot of those advanced playmaker types. I think that's because that's what Klopp wants. Yeah, but we don't I really think, play an advanced playmaker. Like, but I think that's because position we don't was either left, where he was playing advanced playmaker. But you're not going to drop Mane now, are you? You're not going to drop Mane, but or I, I, some like he he turned Coutinho in in the end to like a, a deeper midfielder. Well, that's it. I think that's where we're looking for that kind of player. So Klopp, reckon, Klopp's got like, a really interesting attacker, but t- turn him into yeah. Klopp's got a really interesting trait of like not buying players for positions, but buying players for attributes. Yeah, and I think he wants, which Fekir looks like, a player who can surge through the middle. And Kaita looks like a player who can surge through the middle. Yeah, uh, I think that model of having what would historically be called a number ten, but playing them as a midfielder, like I mean, City did it with Silver and De Bruyne all season. I think that's what we're looking to do. Rather, yeah. rather than your classic box-to-box midfielder, which ironically we're playing with three of at the moment to get us to the Champions League final. In Milder, Wijnaldum and Henderson. So, but, so I think, I, what do I think we need? I think we need someone to bridge that gap between the strikers and the midfielder. Or maybe a wide forward. I think I, I would love us to go out and get two. I would love us to go out and get two really exciting young ones. If you if you ask me who's the most exciting, realistic player that we've been linked to, I'll say it was Mandan I think that's realistic. Yeah. Why? 
because he's not getting games. We, I mean, if, if you ask the player, this of course it's realistic that he comes to Liverpool. I think I was talking to my brother about this the other day. There's the possibility that we have got like payment restructure stuff with Coutinho money. Do you know what I mean? They could easily yeah. just say, I mean, listen, that's, you that's the kind of player I want us to go after. So, I think a deadly a deadly wing forward in the mould of Sane, Sterling, yeah. a, wide, a wide forward. Yeah. Klopp wanted Sane, didn't he? He did, yeah. Got I mean, one easy and Klopp, as, what, did Klopp bring Dembele to Dortmund? Was he there then? Um I don't think so. I don't think he was either. No. But, but you know, it's all over the internet. The cop seems Klopp seems to want Dembele. Um, yeah, that that's who I would sign of, yeah. the, of the realistic targets. Yeah, it, I mean, it, have, we haven't really talked about number nine and addressed the number nine debate that you brought up earlier. I mean, the problem is to 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 go out and improve Firmino. You're looking at an absolute shit ton of money. Are you look, how many players in the world in world football are you looking at? How many players? It's not many. We've had this it? debate. How many players would you? How many strikers would you swap Firmino for? Um, I mean, honestly, swap in terms of having them for the squad. So don't so don't say Cristiano Ronaldo, unless you are happy to swap for just the two seasons that he's got left or whatever. I. What? Okay, I'm going to chuck out a slightly less obvious person. <laughs> Icardi. I knew you were going to say Because <laughs> you love Maricardi. I do love him. Uh, I, I, but I like he's Maricardi. the kind of player, you know, Inter are not a top team anymore. Can you see Maricardi being happy to carry Mo Salah's water? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to be carrying though? That, but Fabinho does I it mean, all game long. Fabinho I mean, carries Mo Salah's water, feeds him his water. <laughs> all right. Is Mo Salah going to be as ruthlessly effective at next season as uh, this season? I think probably not. I think yeah, so he's I, not going to be carrying his water then, is he? Well, he'll try, won't he? And if he's, <laughs> if he's not, then that issue of Firmino's lack of lack of like elite level goals yeah, no, I, I know will become more of an issue. Yeah, I know what you're saying. If Salah had have only hit 20, which is a crazy thing to say, only, yeah. but um, and Firmino hit 15, we probably wouldn't be fourth. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree. The it's quite a, like it's quite a nice thing that Firmino hasn't quite yet entered the wider. Network of football fan appreciation. Yeah. Brazil don't really seem to rate him as highly as we do. Which is madness because they call up some absolute shockers. They do, yeah. Saw Fred and who's the other Shakhtar lad has made the twenty three again. Oh, really? I haven't seen the Brazil. Yeah. Game. Some. I mean, did Luan, me, did me Luan make is, it? Who? Luan. Oh, I don't know. Another Coutinho did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Coutinho so is absolutely brilliant. But there is that slight question mark that. If we didn't have Salah scoring quite as yeah. many, then the lack of goals would really hurt us, I think. Yeah, and I think you highlighted that in January when you were crying out for Aubameyang. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Oh, God, I can't believe we didn't go in for him. I can on the basis that Klopp has worked with him before and there are, stroke, have been question marks about him as a person. You could, like, yeah, you, you, maybe. You can't praise Klopp for building this like family network and then also begrudge him for not buying a True. player who's been like that. But he, he, I mean, Aubameyang looks really good. <laughs> but really just, good. just them signing him yeah. and having obviously two strikers now, and we've got Ings and Slankers are back up too. For me, I, I just wanted us to, to do something, to at least make an effort to go in for you know, Arsenal worry me next year. They really do. Yeah, they've got a lot to improve. But they've also got a lot of firepower now. I agree. It's exciting times to be an yeah, Arsenal fan. In a very it weird is. way. Yeah. Lacazette's I mean, looked too good. Yeah, he's finished the season really well. So do you think we you think we need to go and use the market and buy a player like that then? Like a, a Lacazette level striker? Would you? Yeah. Because... Because Icardi's going to cost you £100 million and could arguably go to Real Madrid. I still think we should go for a, a player of that level. So would you spend £100 million of our budget on a centre forward? It depends if our budget was a hundred million. <laughs> Let's say you're buying one striker, one midfielder, one defender. How do you weight it? With how much money? Let's say just the Coutinho money. Yes, I would you'd spend. S- you'd spend the between eighty on... and a hundred on a striker. Interesting. Because I think that, in terms of the squad, that is something we're crying out for. Interesting. I think we've got enough defenders. Worst case, we've got enough def- defenders to cover it. If you count Jay Gomez as a centre back, yeah, I, I think we need another centre back. But I think centre back is the, an area of the market you can dip quite cheaply into. Yeah, 
I mean, I think you could do a lot, lot, lot worse than the three million pound Johnny Evans. I mean, I, I, don't don't get me wrong. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like Devridge yeah. signed a new contract, but you could have had a Devridge for free. You could get. You probably get a Toby Alderweireld for thirty million. He's been touted with United, hasn't he, for fifty? And he'd be a good buy for that. Yeah, player. I mean, I'd be delighted with that if I was them. But, um, yeah, I, d- I just think that 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 is the difference between winning a lot of trophies and not. Yeah. Like, what a striker! Uh, for me, I think so. they fact, get all the glory, but for for reason. Yeah, I, I was asked this question the other day. Actually, if you could give the Liverpool squad any player in the world, factoring in things like their age, who would you give them? Well, this is it for the, for the age they are now. So you could get you can give us Messi, and we'd probably win the league next year. But then I'll still have it. You'd, you'd take Messi. Yeah, because the knock-on effect would be if we won the league, suddenly oh, yeah. every player in the world right, would want to come enough. to us. All right. Okay. Well, let's 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 do the classic. You can have anyone, but except Messi or Ronaldo. Who, <laughs> if you could just plonk one player into our squad, any money, who would it be? The person that asked me this question said De Gea. That's a good shout. It yeah, would, it would rub the manks up as well. <laughs> I mean, a, a goalie, just in what. Well, in terms of points won, where would the most amount of points come from? You, I mean, if you look at how many points you think De Gea's won for United, we're, we're talking about big sums here. I, th- I think if we'd had De Gea this season, we would have come second. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, you can't really argue against De Gea. Uh, there probably are some other options. I'd, I'd quite like someone like Tony Cruz, I think, as an elite-level centre-mid. Um, but I'm quite happy with our sentiments and it, I think Naby Keita looks the business as well and the I front, think if you yeah. add Naby Keita and Naby Fekir into that midfield then we've got diff, a diff, like a real range of options in the middle Yeah, lads who can do d- different jobs as well my, my answer to the question was Mbappe I think he's he's been he's completely one of the, outperformed though this year but he's a kid he's been outperformed in the team yeah, where we've got Cavani who's one of the best players that league's ever seen and Neymar one of the best players Neymar would be a good shout. But he's a dick. <laughs> would you want Neymar to come into our team and take the take the pens off James Milner? Never. Take, take the free kicks Millie off Neymar. tell him where to go. Yeah. No, yeah, tell him why isn't Neymar all, all day. But I, I I think Mbappe, because also he's a lad that does a few roles. Yeah. He's not going to upset the car up top. I think next season we've got to start those three up front. Oh, yeah. And I think you want to supplement the squad with lads who can fill in a number of roles. Yeah. So your wing forwards of this world, your midfielders who can play as wing forwards. What about Mares? Being linked with him. I didn't want before. him in January. No? You, you were desperate to sign him in January, weren't you? Yeah, but more as a body. More as a body. Yeah. I, I agree. If we if we're looking at signing bodies for the squad, we've got to sign lads who are better than what we've got already. Yeah. There's no use going out there and and signing a Ducore, in my opinion, a lad who's good but not much of a vast improvement on what we've got. Agreed. Yeah, it's got to be about getting yeah. better quality in this year. Yeah, it, I think if we are going to dip into the Premiership market f- along the lines of what we've already got, I wouldn't mind an Ndidi. I think because he's a young specialist at what he does. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be against it. I mean, it'd set you back a lot. Ndidi would cost a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think we need to spend it on that position if Henderson can stay fit. Yeah. All right, good. Well, should we move on to the final question that we've been asked? The final question we've been asked is we've often been mocked for getting overexcited about our youth prospects, <laughs> taking us back to the famous Danny Pacheco days. Um, so we've, we've been asked to highlight any youth prospects that the Red Debate listeners uh, might want to hear about. Should we go on then? I know you're going to say. <laughs> Harry Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... In terms of the guys out on loan at the moment, who, who you know, so who was who was Shay or Joe? Shay or Joe, who's about to go into the playoff final with Fulham? Not in the team, though, is he? Is he not playing? Mm. He's, he's been he's injured. In the, recently. Yeah, he was injured in the squad. Don't think he. He played. was starting for them, right? Yeah. Forward all season, pretty much. But he, anyway, yeah. Ryan Shay Kent. or Joe, who could come up? Ryan Kent, who's underwhelmed at Bristol City. Really bad. Didn't work. I, in the I thought he'd game. be great. Uh, Ryan really Kent is, surprises me because he looks really good when he plays. Yeah. Um, and he went there off the back of that hot cup run as well. Yeah, and I, th- I think I think he may well have bone his chance. I, I mean, don't how many really know what the Friday thing was about. Yeah, 
Um, of Ajaria. Well, Ajaria went down, didn't he? Ajaria went down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got to say, Ajaria never really filled me with that much hope. File next to Ben Woodburn. True. For me. I, yeah, uh, Ben true. Woodburn, I don't really... He seems to, drop, to have dropped off a bit, Woodburn. But Ajaria, do we reckon he'll play next season? No. I, I think know. another another loan would be good for him. I don't think he's got a chance. No. Yeah, another loan. Grudic? Um, I, just, I don't think he's good enough for us. I don't either, but I think, weirdly, if we kept him, he would have got quite a few games this season. Yeah. I, I think, think Grudic, he'd be on the bench in the Champions League yeah. final if we kept yeah. him. Yeah. And do you remember when we went to Wembley for the Barcelona game pre-season and he scored? Yeah. He looked fucking brilliant. He's got flashes of brilliance. I, I mean, he's clearly an absolute weapon in the air. He's a unit. Yeah. yeah. He's a big boy, Grudic. I just, I just don't think he's good enough. And I think he's done well at Cardiff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't think he's dominated it quite how I thought no, he, hasn't. he might. No, he hasn't. He, he was in the team quite heavily at first. I've got a Liverpool fan friend who's a reporter um, for maybe Hart up in Cardiff reports on the matches and he said Grudic um, has dropped out of the team a bit lately yeah. weirdly in a, in a Neil Warnock side Grudic looks like the ideal centre midfielder yeah. but, he, but again he's just young isn't he So true and apparently yeah. Klopp and yeah Klopp seems to rate him highly as does Buvac yeah Buvac <laughs> oh. um, anyone else Obviously, I mean I, Woodburn what, what do you think is going to happen with him God knows. We we were told he was staying around, not going on loan, so that he could replace. It's been Coutinho. a strange season for him, hasn't is it? it? Is he? Well, I mean, what, he came on against Brighton. He looked alright. Yeah, he looked comfortable. He, he hasn't been. What? I mean, what is he? Is he? Is he a forward anymore? Threes, is, it, but is he a forward? I don't know. I honestly don't know. No. He, he's kind of stuck in that um, middle ground where he hasn't got a set position. I agree. Uh, I mean, he it's looked good for Gerrard's under 19s in their uh, European yeah. run. He, I would, he, I would have loaned him. I would have done, and that. I wish we had loaned him. I probably will, will next yeah. season if you're asking me. Um, so Brewster, Rian Brewster's the one I wanted to bring up. Rian Brewster is injury may well have set him back a little bit. Well, it's a shame he was injured this yeah. season because he, he might have actually got games. I think he would have done. I think he. he Klopp said he wants him in the first team next season, yeah. but have you seen this Bundesliga stuff? He's been. It looks like he might go to the Bundesliga. Really? Have you not seen this? No. It looks like Ryan Brewster might go to the Bundesliga. Munchen Gladbach linked heavily. I'd love to see um, that. You'd like to see Ryan Brewster leave? Permanently. What? Permanently. Permanently. No, I'd hate to see him leave. Permanently. So he Ryan Brewster's a weird one. He didn't at the age of sixteen sign a pro contract, and was offered again at the age of eighteen and didn't. So he's still on. A youth contract, an academy contract, or a youth contract. So he he can go for free whenever. Yeah, because there was talk of him going to Celtic on loan, but I'm not sure if you can even loan a player who's a youth player. Can you? I don't know. I don't think you can. Uh, well, maybe you can. Uh, I'm not sure. See, I I would like to see Ryan Bruce to stick around. Yeah, same. He, he does look class, doesn't he? He looks for really his good. age. He looks really good. And, yeah. and if you look at your potential route into the first team, you're playing at a club who a in the Champions League final. So can you aim much higher in terms of your highest standard? And b we only really have one first team number nine, and he's not a proper number nine. Yeah, your your route into the team is quite. It's nice. Like, yeah, for him, isn't it? Yeah. you're not sat behind three international strikers in yeah. the pecking order. Um. Anyone else? Curtis I mean, Jones? Curtis Jones Bit is supposed to be good. Still. Yeah, I th- he'll stay around. He's a scouser, isn't he? Yeah. He, the academy staff reckon he's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, he's been unreal for Gerard, hasn't he, this year? But... Gerard, what was. Yeah. <sighs> Gerard leaving. Gerard gone. But allegedly, C- Curtis Jones was uh, the perpetrator in our boy Cameron Brannigan's departure. Really? <laughs> Apparently, they got in a scrap. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. In, 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 I mean, that hasn't set us back at all, let's be honest. <laughs> What, Cameron Brannigan? I'm sure Oxford's are delighted with Cammy, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, are they? Probably been shit for them. They've probably seen his girlfriend on Instagram. Yeah. If, um, if you don't follow her, follow her. <laughs> What's her name? Ellen Raven's Clock. Oh, don't, 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 don't pretend you don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Harry Wilson, 14 games for Hull, seven goals, player of the month in April in the Championship. Great hair as well. Great Top fun. lad. I think broken into the... Well, how is he not? How is Harry he? Wilson not... Played for us. Could he have? Done, he couldn't have done any more on loan, really. No, I mean he couldn't have done much more for our reserves either. He was, scoring and he has goals. done for two or three years now. Yeah, 
seems to be a bit of a leader. He seems to become like yeah. attract those captain type roles and. It's strange how other players have been bought in, but not him. Like Woodburn, you would have said when Woodburn broke into the first team, Harry Wilson was way above him he in was, the second order. Yeah, it's a straight. Yeah, and yet he got overlooked twice, and now he's been shipped out. I mean, if he doesn't make it into the first team now, I think for I the good of his career, he's got he to. Do. Yeah, he, I think he should leave, which pains me to say. He Harry Wilson. One thing I'd say for him is he loves Liverpool. I mean, did you see the second the season finished with Hull? He changed his Twitter bio back to Liverpool player, back to a picture of him in a Liverpool shirt. Bear in mind, this kid scored on his Wales debut not too long ago, and he's Welsh. He's changed all of his information about himself to "I'm a Liverpool player. I re- re- uh, play for LFC." I think he he will relish the prospect of a full summer with Klopp. Yeah, uh, he'll get good mittens as well. I, I do as well because yeah. they're positions at the moment where we're low on depth. Mm. Here's one for you: Do you think if Dom Solanke went to Hull, he'd have scored seven goals on loan? Let's say Hull got Dom Solanke instead of Harry Wilson off us on loan. No, I don't either. And I like Dom Solanke. I don't like Dom Solanke, <laughs> but I love Harry Wilson. You love Harry Wilson, don't yeah. You? What a left peg he's got. What a left peg indeed. And he's Liverpool's youngest ever international. Yeah. Yeah. Good start. All right. Well, we've been The Red Debate. Um, thank you for listening. Get at, at us on Twitter, at The Red Debate. Um, send us in your debate topics um, and tune in for the next one. <laughs>